All right, and we're live. What is up? 45th installment of the Unplugged Alpha. Um, cool announcement. I got Dr. Peter McCullough on for a Playing the Win on Wednesday. So keep an eye open for that. That'll be a fun one. All right, we're talking about some Lost Boys unplugging. I got a whole bunch of questions that came in off the community tab the other day when I um, just asked a question, what do you guys want to see some more content on? So I thought I would um, go through a bunch of those and then do some Q&A with you guys. Um, we got uh, Jenna's name mentioned in the chat. We'll deal with that later when we get to the Q&A. Maybe we'll get Moff on with me. And uh, I know we had a conversation with her on, on stereo and afterwards. But we'll fill you in what's going on with the uh, <laughs> me and my girlfriends need help situation. Um, all right, let's um, let's get started with this. Actually, I need a solid from you guys. Um, I got locked out of my Instagram about a week ago. I don't know why. I just opened up the app one day and it said, oh, we need to verify your phone number and email address. And I gave them that. And then uh, I got locked out of the account. So I um, haven't been able to get back in. So I set up a brand new one. Um, I think I'm going to, for the most part, just kind of use it just for personal posts and less business related because it seems somewhat sensitive to that. So it's it's a brand new one. It's only got five posts. Just go to the underscore unplugged underscore alpha. Um, you'll see more personal posts in there and less um, of the other stuff that I used to run before, which may be associated to why I got locked out. I don't know. Yeah, um, here I put a little banner ticker here just so it's on the bottom. I'll run that for a bit. I know it's a little bit annoying, but suck it up. All right. Let's see what we got here. Let's see what we got here. Okay, we got some interesting questions here that piled up. And um, just throw them up over here. There's a the thing. Boom. So, you know what's interesting? So they just had another federal vote in Parliament today here in Canada. And um, Canada is still one of the few places in the world where um, you can't travel federally through an airport unless you have proof of vaccination. So they cast another vote today and they said, uh, you know, should we let people travel or not? And of course, our socialist liberal government is preventing people from traveling still. Uh, so they voted against lifting the travel mandates, even though it's lifted pretty much everywhere else in the world. They also had another vote apparently on handguns, which um, is hilarious because our um, Justine Trudeau loves using crisis to strip away uh, more freedoms and rights of the people that are law-abiding citizens. I mean, there's never a legal handgun used in a crime here. Um, it's always an illegally acquired one. So I'm not sure why he's going after the lawfully, um, you know, like the demographic that's basically following the rules. But apparently handguns are now a big, big issue in Canada. And uh, I'm not sure if it um, entirely means that you're losing them or you won't be able to buy new ones. It seems like there's a lot of people that have them, so they'll be grandfathered in. But when I took the gun course, I don't know when it was, like 15, 20 years ago, I took it mostly to get a shotgun so I could do skeet and trap shooting because I enjoy that way more than playing golf. So I started there. And then, of course, they offer you the handgun course while you're doing the uh, long rifle, which is called a, a possession and acquisition license. And they have restricted and non-restricted. So non-restricted long guns like shotguns. And then restricted is anything with a short barrel. So that would be a handgun. And the rules and regulations on owning a handgun in Canada, they're just stupid. Like, you can't use them for self-defense. Um, 
You can only transport it in your vehicle when you're going to and from the range. I mean, th those were the rules when I was looking at it like 15, 20 years ago. I'm not sure how much they've uh, changed. Um, like the storing sequence is even more um, harsh than storing a long gun, which is pretty, you know, significant to being to begin with like I have American friends I walk into the house and there's like a stack of handguns sitting on their table and they're just like whatever it's no big deal um, anyway so that's what's going on here in Canada and the reason why I mentioned that is, is somebody here uh, Daniel said I would love to see uh, an unplugged alpha on global reconnaissance uh, where would you want to live in the future how young men can escape Canada slash the West what places you would recommend I'm curious to know what your predictions are for Canada over the next five to ten years Best case, middle case, and worst case. So funny thing is I have a, a private chat going on right now on, on Signal with some of the more senior members of my community. And um, there's one guy in there that's from Ireland, and I've had lunch with him. And he's like, yeah, I came here to, you know, because I was expecting a, a better life, and I'm watching what's happening. And he's like, I'm not that interested. Another guy from uh, communist China. <laughs> um, not Not a big fan either. So... Um, you know, to say that there's problems going on in Canada and the West is an understatement. Um, the U.S. is probably a little bit better. I mean, if I had the ability to maneuver down there right now, um, I'd probably pick something rural in a state where um, they've got a lot more freedom than the more liberal left-leaning, um, you know, pronoun crowd states. Lower taxes, more freedoms, uh, just you know, state level stuff happens there that you don't get at the provincial level in, in uh, Canada. But um, to be honest with you, I don't think a, a permanent residence would be ideal. I think you want to have the ability to move to move around because things change very quickly. Like a few years ago when we had this uh, beer bug pandemic, we didn't know what was going to go on, which, which uh, governments were going to lock down and which governments were going to be more flexible. Um, we had no idea, but we saw what happened. And if you were, if you were a man of many countries with many passports and many, you know, access to many different residences, um, you might have set yourself up in a place that all of a sudden became obvious was a shit place to be. And because you've got two or three or four passports, you have the ability to maneuver, you have contacts in other countries in the world, then you can pick up and move very, very quickly because you're agile. Uh, so. I think it's something that you should be looking for less, you know, like this guy's asking, where would you live? What are your predictions? You know, best case, middle case, worst case. I don't have a crystal ball. It's not like I don't make predictions, even though people seem to think I make predictions. People think I make all kinds of predictions, but I've never overtly stated, oh, yeah, this is going to happen. So um, as far as like best case, middle case, worst case, it's on the decline. That's all you need to know. And my advice to you is not like pick a state or a province or a country. Try to set yourself up in a way where you're where you're mobile. Um, my my one of my fantasies, if you will, like one of my plans is I'm planning on getting a sailboat and being a man of the seas. Whether I execute, I don't know. I've never lived on a sailboat. Um, I've, I've been talking to uh, Dwayne the guy that I did the play in the wind episodes on the guy that's on the sailboat who was talking about his divorce and now he's in Greece and he's doing charges for it. By the way, reach out to him. Um, he said he's still, he's still got uh, slots available. So just DM him on uh, Instagram. I think it's uh, grateful travel. So I've got to go through all those motions still, you know, to figure it out. 
And when I do, then I'll be closer to making that decision. But a sailboat where I can just pick up the anchor and say, fuck it, this country sucks. I'm going to go over here, have Starlink access flying over above you in satellites so you can still do what you're doing. You can still work. I can still create videos. I could do podcast. I could legitimately do a podcast on an Atlantic crossing with the right connection, if that's possible. I don't know. So my recommendation is be more mobile have the ability to maneuver, have multiple passports, because by the way, you don't own your passports, the government does. So if at any given time they say, well, you're not vaccinated and we don't like how you live your life and your social credit's too low, so we're gonna take away your passport, are you just gonna be at the whim of the government? You're gonna be fucked. So your best bet is to have multiple passports as well. So it's not where to go or any of those things. You know, if you wanna go on reconnaissance and see what's out there, go out and do it. But um, yeah, you definitely want to prep. Which brings me to the next one. This guy Thomas said, how a single man with no kids can find his tribe online and in real life to network and create a social circle of strong, like-minded men. I'm just going to sit here and stare at the camera for a minute because I feel like every show I talk about this and it's always the same answer. Um, I think even Charles replied to this guy and said, yo, dude, it's right here entrepreneursandcars.com forward slash community. There's two tiers. Just go to the page and check it out and all the information's there. If you're serious about finding a like-minded tribe of men online and in real life and creating a social circle of strong like-minded men, I'm just doing this in quotations because this is what you write. That's what we do. So, you know, make the leap and hop on in. There's an application process for the 1%. The 10% you can just go straight into. And we're, and we're graduating people up to the next tier, right? So, you know, if you make under $100,000 a year, hop into the 10%. If you make over one over 100,000, you can hop into the 1%. Um, just get in there and do the work. Don't, don't expect a free ride. Don't expect people to hand you free shit. You'll be held accountable. You'll be called out on shit. Um, but that's what we do. Uh, we're not here for funny games. Yeah, community. Moff says it all the time, man. Uh, okay, what do we got here? James says, talk about an overview on why society has given up freedom for the illusion of safety. Because people want free shit. You can't have free shit without giving up freedom. It's just the way that it works. So what does the state do? What does the government do? It says, here, you can have this for free. You can have this for free. But... You have to take our jab when we tell you to, but we're gonna give you money and it has to be spent on whatever, right? Um, you're gonna see central bank digital currencies being programmable money by the government telling you, if you're asking for free shit, how and what you can spend it on and possibly when you need to spend it. You might only have access to that money for 15 days for it to get pumped into the economy. I was talking about this with George Gammon the other day on my uh, Playing and Win podcast. You should go check it out, it was an awesome talk. Uh, I'm going to have them on again in the future. But that's what people vote for. And, you know, when in doubt, you know, when we talk about women too, it's like, you know, don't listen to what they say. Oh, I just want a nice guy. I can cry on his shoulder and he's got to be sturdy and reliable. And, you know, she'll go off and bang Chad Thundercock because uh, he's the exciting guy. So you watch what they do. You don't listen to what anybody says. The same thing, you know, with people's voting patterns. Watch what people vote for. The government that you get is the government that you deserve. If the vast majority of the population wants free shit and they vote for a big ass incompetent government that, you know, hands out free shit at the expense of your freedom, then just take a look around at your neighbors and your peers, right? 
Okay, let's keep going down a few more of these. How your family influences the way and how you deal. I don't know what that question means. Try to be clear when you ask these questions on the community tab, guys. Oh, here's a good one. Talking about education, uh, university, self-development, etc. So I did a video the other day. I think it was the last one that I released, in fact, where it's for 20-year-old guys that are going to university, uh, college, any kind of post-secondary where they might be studying for something um, in a co-ed environment, let's say, where there's you know men and women in the environment. <clears throat> the importance of education isn't as significant as it used to be, even, even when I was a kid. Like, if I'm being honest, even when I was a kid, the importance uh, placed on getting a college degree or a university degree was insignificant. Today, even more so, if I'm being honest. Uh, you should never let school get in the way of your education. I want you to listen to me say it again. Never let school get in the way of your education. And I'll tell you what I did. The, the last, I think I had six months left of uh, college. And my dad was starting up this business. Um, and he had this sales road trip that he needed to do. I was, I was a young man at that point, right? Um, so he said, look, you know, I'm going to do this trip. I think you're going to learn something from it. But you're going to have to take time out of school college you know at the time to get through it and I'll tell you what in the four days I was on the road doing sales calls to different customers that he was setting up doing some business with and the social aspects of it and the travel aspects of it and the meeting in the boardroom and all that stuff and I'm a young man wearing a suit that doesn't really fit me properly watching what's going on you know with these people I learned more in that four days than I did in two years sitting in a classroom and that's even worse today because not only do you generally not need to go to post-secondary for anything, unless you're going to be a doctor, lawyer, accountant, uh, surgeon, like anything that requires a professional designation, piece of paper, fancy foil on it with little letters after your name framed in mahogany, it goes on the wall and it tells people that you're important. If you don't need one of those, I wouldn't recommend going to any kind of post-secondary because not only do you, you know, is it a waste of time and money and not only the debt part of it, because you're probably not going to have the money from your family, or a grant, but also the element of the toxic environment that it actually is today, right? Because it's, it's been overrun by toxic feminists, you know, if we're being honest. Uh, if you go back and watch that video that I did the other day for a friend, these kids are dealing with things that I never had to deal with when I was in, in school. Our, our biggest problem then was like, well, does she like me? Because I just want to get the girls out. And today it's like, well, that is a problem for them. And then it's like, if they make contact and something happens or there's intimacy or there's interest, these girls can file me too's like, like it, it's, it's just believe all women. There's, there's no evidence that's required at first. You're guilty until proven innocent. And I've seen lots of kids thrown out of school, uh, unable to complete their degree, had, had their degree stripped of them, unable to, um, you know, completing the mandatory testing that's required, required to complete all because of a point and sputter from even a girl that uh, had, uh, had been ghosted by a guy, you know, for example. He just didn't like her and didn't want to see her again, saw what she was made of, and she made up a Me Too allegation sort of thing. So I've seen these things happen, and I don't think that the importance of education exists today anymore. I've, I've been saying this for years, actually. I've made several videos talking about this, whether it was in podcast form or I was being interviewed by somebody. I've talked about this many times. 
Look at I got to show you this one. Oh, I can put these up on the screen while I'm while I'm at it here. So ch check out check out this guy's handle. Um, this one over here says it's got a picture of Fat Derek and it says less dates, more on my plates. Anyway, that's a that's a channel that I've watched. I didn't realize there was parody accounts out there commenting on my shit. Um, your take on the dating world world and its present state versus the past, as well as how it is in different countries. Where do I move if I don't want to settle for having a family with a 304? <laughs> I think the where do I move part is a is a moot question, right? Like, go to where you're treated best. And as I stated earlier, be maneuverable. You know, if, if where you're at doesn't work out for you anymore, can you pick up and move and go somewhere else? I don't think that people are setting up lives and worlds today like my great parent great grandparents did where they would just buy a plot of land farm it get you know some small livestock or a little bit of livestock um and then you know live in the village on a few acres of land married to your uh, you know the first girl that ever touched your peepee -pee until kingdom come because that's just the way that things have pretty much always worked back then uh the present state today is very much different so the where do i move part i don't I don't do the where do I move. I don't prescribe locations. You know, you guys are grown ass adults. You can figure it out for yourself. But um, maneuverability and um, picking a place that you treat it best. But more importantly, are you well sorted? Because I'll tell you something. I've talked to a lot of guys privately that do the where do I move sort of thing. And they think they're Sigma males or some shit like that. Like some like outlier that's like a, a special kind of alpha but they're really just beta males um and moving somewhere if your belief system is already broken means that all you're doing is you're moving from an environment that's potentially more hostile still being a plugged in beta to an environment that's potentially less hostile towards men and fathers but you get my point right it's it's the whole unplugging thing if you haven't read my book get it read the unplugged alpha it's available on amazon it's what we do. Um, so there's that guy asking about red pill and marriage. I would I would follow um, follow it with Ryan Stone. You know he's good with the LTR um, stuff. He's been with this chick for ages. World government being openly announced. At the, yeah, okay. The World Economic Forum. He wants me to talk about that a bit. I don't know. What do you guys really want to hear about the World Economic Forum? That is some messed up shit. George Gammon's been talking about it. I've mentioned it a few times. I, I did one long form cast on it. It's that's a three hour show, man. You know, on that alone, it's it's um, it's something that you're not going to be able to control. If we're being honest, because the the collaborative effect of I think he said there's something like 194 there's 194 countries that are members of the WHO. I don't know what the membership is of the WEF, but these meetings are happening and they're drawing in all, all the leaders of the big countries, um, billionaires, lots and lots of influential people. So you're, <laughs> you know, you're going to have to be prepared to deal with your own perimeter, if I can put it that way. Assemble the people that you love and trust, draw a perimeter around them, and work with them, hold them accountable, protect them. Um, because the globalists want to pull that perimeter away from you. You know, they want you in on their plan. Uh, 
And it's coming. I've talked about a bunch of stuff. We'll talk about it more in another show, but yeah, there's not much that you're going to be able to do. Again, be able to maneuver, have multiple passports. That would, uh, that would be ideal. Can you do a video on why women leave good men? Why it's mainly women who are settled with a house kids and a good husband decide to act, leave it all and act like teenagers again, go from their forties to a teenager. So it's a good point, right? There's, um, there's several movies that have been made for women. You could call them divorce porn, where it's like basically it encourages women to leave good marriages, to go be on their own and chase their dream because the grass is greener on the other side of the fence. And they legitimately think that they'll do better. But what most of them find out, and when I say most, I'm going to say probably a good 80% of them, that the grass is not, unless it's really, really bad. But generally speaking, for most of them that leave good guys, they find the grass is not generally better on the other side. And they end up having regret and remorse about it. And it's why we have such high levels of antidepressants you know, prescribed to women over 40. I think the rate is something like five times higher than what men get scripted antidepressants. Um, alcoholism, they love their... <laughs> They love their wine nights with their girls, that's for sure. And then all they got to do is get those like boxes printed where it's got like eat, love, pray on it, like with big handwriting. And they have that shit all over the wall. You guys have seen this stuff, but it's uh, it could be for a number of reasons. One of the things that pops up over and over again is that these chicks are getting married at like 20, 23, something like that, maybe too young. They get their kids out of the way. They're 38, 39 years old, you know, like 20 years later, something like that. Kids are pretty much out of the house or maybe they got one or two left in the house, something like that. And they're, you know, they just see their, their friends getting divorced and they see all these shows shown to them. Sex in the City was a big one, right? Four middle-aged women that thought that they were the cat's ass running around New York City sorry not running around slamming their way around new york city um you've seen it a hundred times and there's nothing you know that you can do about it women leave marriages eight out of ten times so whenever there's a, a divorce it's the chick leaving the dude um why do they do it because they can't they're motivated contractually in family law to benefit to break the union if you married a, a guy that's competent and making money, even if he's a dork, if he's a total beta, if he's making two hundred fifty, three hundred thousand, five hundred thousand dollars a year, making bank, and she's not happy in the marriage, and she can take half his shit, and she's also paid handsomely monthly, and she's also got child support if they got kids together. Very, very well looked after women. In fact, um, you go to the gym and you see them there during the day in their forties, and you know they show up in a Range Rover. They got all the work done, but they're old, you know, like guys don't look at them the same way that they look at a chick that's 20 years younger. They just don't. There's nothing you, you're never going to get away from that. So it's somewhat of a delusion. Some of them do get upgrades. You know, some of them leave like a total loser or maybe they were the breadwinner and, you know, it costs them some money to get out of the marriage. But for the most part, that's how it rolls. Um, it's it's. Uh, <laughs> It's a fact of reality, man. That's why, that's why when guys are like, I would like to get married. Okay, well, do you know what can potentially happen if you, tie to, you know, try to untie that knot? Why don't, you know, before you go and decide like, oh, I want to go get married, why don't you go sit in family court for an afternoon? Just take an afternoon off, you know, pack yourself a few snacks, 
go down to the family courtroom and just sit at the back row and just watch how guys get treated through the system before you go running out there, you know, marching into the slaughterhouse with your eyes closed. At least march into it, you know, with your eyes wide open and move to a state that's friendlier to fathers. Um, I had a cast done at the start of the year. I can't remember which episode on uh, the Unplugged Alpha, but go back to January. And there was a guy on that was an expert on uh, defining which states are friendlier towards fathers. Uh, Texas, Arizona, Tennessee, Florida. I think Tennessee was the top one where basically it's default 50-50. But if you're going to get married, you need to plan for stuff like that, especially if you live in the U.S. I mean, why would you live in a state that's going to bend you over and destroy your life when you can probably drive five hours away to another state, get, probably get a lower tax rate, more freedoms, and, you know, um, a friendlier environment for dads. You get my point anyway. Let's grab the super chat real quick. A friend of mine had a girlfriend that tried to seduce me, and when I said no to her, she told him that I was trying to seduce her, and the dude tried to invade my house and kill me with a knife. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm sorry to hear that, my friend, but women lie. Hoes lie, man. 304s just do that. It's not my fault. Tiago did it. That's not true. And of course, you know, the boyfriend will go chasing you down. <laughs> um, optimizing the single man's life. That would be an interesting topic. An interesting detail. I was dating her sister. <laughs> yeah. Date her sister. Absolutely. Why not? Uh, optimize bachelor lifestyle. How to optimize your diet, workouts, finances, self-care. Th th there's a lot going on in there, guys. There's, there's a lot to unpack. That's another three-hour show right there. <clears throat> you know something? I, I've, I've not been using the gym for the last year. I got tired of the, oh, you have to wear a mask. You don't have to wear a mask. Oh, there's a capacity limit in the gym. There's no capacity limit. Oh, the sauna's closed. You can't use that. And yet, it's just... I just said, fuck it, all right? Oh, and then they wanted you vaccinated or to show proof of vaccination at, at some point to use the gym. I was just like, fuck it. So I just worked out at home. I've got a, a rack in the basement. I go to the dojo. It's not run by a pussy. You know, I can work out and do boxing over there. And they've got some weight, so I still train. Now I'm, now I'm back because everything's lifted except for travel outside of Canada. But what I've noticed is a lot of guys are asking me questions about self-care. This uh, dude over here says life changes after getting in shape. This other guy over here wants to know about workouts and finances. So I have some good news for you. Um, I'm going through a little bit of a physical change myself. You probably don't notice it watching the shows, but I'm, I'm getting leaned out. I've got a trainer that I'm doing um, a Zoom on tomorrow, I think, uh, who I'll probably have on an episode in the future. Uh, but he's the kind of guy that essentially says I can get you three... Um, Three years worth of results in about three months. And there's a few athletes that I've come across that have recommended him. So I'm going to check it out. But yeah, I'm just going to lean out a little bit. Um, I don't need any more muscle. I'm, I'm, I'm fucking too old to carry too much muscle. It's not healthy when you're, when you're older to, to, to be big and jacked. You're, you're better off being a little more lean. But people at the gym, so you know, back to that point. I get guys that walk up to me and they're like, you look like Zeus. Like... You know, or or another guy when I was um, just chilling in the sauna, you know, those two, uh, they were younger. 
I thought they were in their 30s, but they were younger. They were like 22, and they're like asking, how do you stay so so jacked? How are you in shape? You know, how do you manage this, that, and that? And they're, and they're asking these questions, and it's like, it's not complicated, man. It's like, move more, eat better, pick up heavy shit, put it down. Now, do you want to tweak that and, and like, you know, get to the top 1%? There's guys that you can hire that can do stuff like that for you. But what works for me is not necessarily going to work for you. Um, I think it's incredibly important to understand that, like, even as you get older, because in my 20s, I didn't, like, I had the worst diet was in my 20s. I would, I would go to the gym, smash back a protein shake, probably come home and uh, eat a bag of crispers, beans or something like that, smoke a fat jade, like, just munch on, on stuff. Like, bad diet, bad, bad habits. But... Now, in my late 40s, I've got to be really, I've got a meal plan that comes every week. So they, you know, they bring food, it's pre-packaged, it's pre-portioned. I'll show you guys some pictures on um, Instagram if you want me to post them there. Again, you got to follow me, of course. The underscore unplugged underscore alpha. Follow that account. Um, but I'll post some stories and I'll show you like the meal, meal plans that I got coming through. And they actually taste really good and they're not that expensive. About 11 bucks or so for like a properly portioned meal. It's not organic. I haven't found a place that does organic yet. Um, but whatever, like I'll eat it. It's, 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 it's better than being sloppy with my eating agenda. When I'm by myself, I'm not the best eater. When the girlfriend's overcooking, best eater. Very, very good food and it's very tasty, right? Again, it's why I tell you guys, you know, if you're going to deal with a chick, find one that's got culinary skills, right? Most of these chicks today, they don't even know how to cook. They burn toast <laughs> or, they, or they have to like YouTube how to make mac and cheese. I'm not eating that shit. You get my point though. But as you get older, your diet becomes more and more important, far more important than what it did when you were younger. And then you got to deal with your sleep issues because as your ass gets older, every guy that I know that's over 35, 45 or so, they start having sleep issues. They can't sleep through the night. They wake up in the middle of the night when you get older and you've dealt with a whole bunch of shit, heartbreak, you know, betrayal by women and, and friends, potential divorce. That's a lot of stress. Kids that don't fucking sleep at night. Um, your sleep patterns get messed up and it's a lot harder to do it, you know, the older that you get. So what I got to do is going to be very different from what you got to do if you're a totally different age or, you know, you have a totally different lifestyle than I do. But all these things matter. Anyway, I'll, I'll talk more about stuff, stuff like that in the future. Um, you know, I've got the supplement line. I'm using all the stuff in the supplement line. I'll, I'll probably do another show in the future, sort of like ranking it all because there's new amino acid flavors. We've got a new protein line coming out. There's a new supplement uh, that's basically proven to boost testosterone. Uh, it's, it's not even associated with anything else on the market, but that's coming out and it's, and it's as good as the current tea booster that, that we've got in the lineup. Um, Anyway, so all of those things kind of like mash together. It's, I'll dedicate a, a separate episode to the self-care and the stuff like that. Anyway, uh, where are we at? 8.37. Let me get this uh, super chat here and I'll drop the lines and I'll, and I'll do a few more calls uh, after that. Uh, wish I read your red flags chapter four years ago. Got out of a relationship with jealousy issues. Turns out she was doing stuff behind my back. Yeah, these, these insecure... Um, and I'll put the ticker down on the bottom. So if you haven't gotten, you don't even need to buy the book, damn it. Just just get the red flag chapter, okay? The red flag chapter is right there. You can get it for free just by opting into my email list. And you can go to that right now, or if you're listening on a podcast 
It's entrepreneursincars.com forward slash red dash flags. If you're watching this on the YouTubes anywhere, it's pinned in the top comment. Again, you don't even need to get the book to get the red flag chapter, but get the book too, because it, it covers everything else in far more detail. Um, but that's totally free just to get that. So let me grab the link here. Stop sharing that. Invite, copy to clipboard. All right, let's give you guys a link. Ma, if you could hop in first, let's let's um, let's talk about uh, the update with Jenna and her friends. Uh, join. Live. And what I'll do is I'll pin this to the top of YouTube. So if you're watching this somewhere else, the Twitters, the Twatches, the, the Facebooks of the world, come over to YouTube. It's the only place that I drop the uh, join link and I'll pin that to the top. And that's a streamer. Actually, let me get my earphones in while you guys are getting yours in and getting yourself connected. I'm going to just run a quick ad reel here for you guys. Uh, pay a few of the bills. Oh, why isn't that not muted? There we go. There we go. Simple, easy peasy. All right, just check this out. Stay tuned. We'll see you back in two minutes. This episode is brought to you by the Unplugged Alpha Supplement Line, Grandike Soap Company, and Chad's Face Scrub. Brothers, if you're like me and you take what you put in your body seriously, you'll want to use the Unplugged Alpha Supplement Line. An obsession with absorption is what sets this line apart from the others. You want to make sure you absorb as much of the supplements as possible so you don't end up peeing out expensive urine. My supplement line is made in the United States from the highest quality domestic ingredients and unlike cheap supplements from China and plastic bottles, mine ship in dark glass bottles to keep your supplements fresher, longer, and won't seep endocrine disrupting plastics in your supplements. Nothing is a hard tablet. Everything is an easily digested bioavailable capsule. You can filter all products by their various categories, including testosterone support, estrogen metabolism, fat burning, immune health, sleep support, and performance. Visit theunpluggedalpha.com forward slash shop and use the subscribe and save option to get 10% off your supplement orders or just use coupon code alpha10 for 10% off a one-time order to try it out. Men, I use tactical soap and God of War beard oil every day. Tactical soap is a handmade product made in the United States from ingredients you can actually pronounce, not conventional endocrine-lowering toiletry chemicals. Both the soap and beard oils are infused with bioidentical pheromones that are designed by a clinical psychologist and pheromone expert to maximize attractiveness to the opposite sex. Visit coopersoap.com and get 10% off your order today. Gentlemen, my go-to face scrub to keep this manly face clean and clear is Chad's. Again, it's incredibly important to me to only use products with all natural ingredients without nasty chemicals that disrupt male hormone levels or convert to estrogen in your body. And unlike watery scrubs that slip between your fingers, this thick face scrub with black lava sand gives you powerful results in one go. Visit getchads.com and you'll be redirected to the Amazon store. You'll get 10% off when you use coupon code getchads10. You can find all the links I've just mentioned pinned below in the top YouTube comment. If you want to learn more about why I endorse these natural products to my audience, search on my YouTube channel for an episode I did with Dr. Anthony J titled Playing to Win Number 21, How Estrogenics Make You Fat, Sick, and Infertile with Dr. Anthony J. Let's get on with the show. Uh, there we go. Just doing a little stretch. Um, oh, by the way, it's uh, there's a promotion on with Chad's, uh, which ends today, 25% uh, off. So if you go to getchads.com, today uh, i believe it's a memorial day weekend in the united states 
there's a promotion on which knocks off 25%. So check that out. Uh, let's grab Moff into the house. Moff, you're too small, buddy. There well, you go. Never that. There you go. What's happening? Ah, let's 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 catch people up on what happened with um, Jenna because she came on the other week and she wanted to talk about her and her girlfriends who all uh, purportedly are having a very difficult time with dudes and they're all perfect you know they do pilates they're hot you know you know we heard the update and all that uh so at the end of the show i invited her to bring her friends on and um you know chop it up and see what we could do to be useful and she also went on your show on stereo afterwards and you're on every night after this so you guys know where to find uh moth but we'll mention it again towards now so what happened on the show because um she emailed me and said that they are not willing to come on so it's funny because we actually spoke a couple of times last week. So we did three different conversations. We had the one right after the show. We had one on Tuesday with a couple of girls that I know from Stereo and Renegade Wingman. And then she and I did just a solo partner show on Thursday, I think, which was a nightmare. But uh, anybody can go back and listen to those. So, you know, I, I think part of it is... You can really you can really let stuff fly on stereo. There's not a lot of censorship. There's not a lot of you know. You can really kind of go at it. That's a lesser known platform. So and I tend I, I tend to grill people a little more, um, and I have I think a little less patience than you do when it comes to and you've done this a lot obviously a lot more than I have and for a lot longer. But if you even go back to I think it was a couple Mondays ago when we had a couple women call in Anastasia. And if you go back and watch the clips when I'm asking her questions and it's giving me really roundabout answers, you can see how annoyed I am. And it was, it was a, it was a carbon copy of that with Jenna. I mean, look, mm -hmm. um, the talking points are the same. There's a lot of roundabout answers. It's a lot of, you know, talking about very small specific examples and having the exceptions be the rule. Um, so, yeah, I, I don't think that her friends would be able to handle it. Um, I don't think that they're as good looking or as valuable as she says or thinks they are. Yeah, so so that's something that I thought about afterwards. Um, she was basically saying something along the lines of her girlfriends were only finding uh, nerds, dorks, incompetent men, guys that have never read a book before, right? Um, There's no comment on whether or not they were fit or not, but we know that women only date up, like they don't date down. So if they're dealing with what, you know, we called losers at the time, then that means that they're basically threes. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's funny because this is something I was thinking about as well, is the idea of, you know, people only ever talk about MGTOWs and mm -hmm. men that are now I tend to think MGTOWs are men sent their own way because essentially when a guy goes to MGTOW, it's because he's not gotten the results he wants from the women he actually wants. So he's essentially said, okay, well, I'm never going to get the one. It's not that he doesn't want those women anymore. He just made a conscious decision to stop playing the game. Um, fine. But let's, let's call it what it is. If you could, you would. Uh, now, those guys get branded as incels and losers and black pill and this and that. But – you've got women that are sent their own way as well. So women that want- I don't think they've been sent their own way though, right. which is interesting. 
And that was one of her main points. It was, well, you know, a lot of girls that I know are perfectly fine staying at home with their dogs and their boxed wine and their Netflix because they'd rather do that than date losers. It's like, well, it doesn't mean they're happy, right? She kept she kept saying things like, oh, women are happy to do that now. Like, no, they're not. They just see that as a better alternative for now. I mean, well, let's if, see well, if all these women before. are so happy, then why are women prescribed antidepressants at a rate five times higher than men over the age of 40? Or why are they just so mad? <laughs> why are you mad about the dating pool being scarce if you're happier by yourself? Right. So, I mean, you wouldn't be complaining and bitching about the lack of available men and lack of good men if you really were stoked to be at home with your dog and your box of wine. Right. But mainstream media in the gynocentric social order that we live in say, good for you. You're a strong, independent woman. You don't need any man. When in reality, they want that man who doesn't want them. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, nothing new. You've seen any kind of conversation with a woman on these kind of platforms. You've seen them all. Uh, the, the, the most frustrating thing was, you know, somebody coming in and saying two plus two equals five. OK, do we all agree? OK, great. Now that we all agree, let's move on to this. And I have to say, no, 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 no. Two plus two equals four, not five. And then she would throw a fit and say, oh, you bring that up all the time. Or you always say that we know when women are complaining about. Uh, men not stepping up or men being players and men banging around onto other women. And again, we know that only the top 20% of men are doing that because they can, but we also know that most men are invisible to women. So I always, I had to constantly step in and correct her and say, look, you're not talking about the majority of men. You're talking about the minority of men. And that would piss her off and frustrate her and say, Oh, you bring that up every time. It's like, yes, because I'm not going to let you make an argument when the premise is two plus two equals five. It's just not how these things work. Oh my goodness. Hey guys. God. Hey Jenna. Hey. <laughs> this is gonna go viral now. No, no, I'm not here to argue. I just wanted to say, I think everybody should just kind of listen to the conversations that we were having. Um, I think everyone will kind of, like, I think what you're saying is an oversimplification. So, for example, you said that I said that women are happy sitting at home um, just drinking their box wine. And at one point in the conversation, I told you, women, if you have to accept that, you know, if you in this lifetime are not going to find the partner that you want, you have to accept that you're going to have to deal with what comes with being an autonomous being, which is sometimes you're going to like being single. Sometimes you're going to hate it. Sometimes you're going to be sitting on your couch with that wine and wish that you had someone there. But if you find that the marketplace is not giving you what you want, you guys are already discussing going to other countries, then you're going to have to deal with what comes with not going with available options. So that is what I was saying. Yeah, you didn't also, say that at all, though. Yeah, I like, did. You can go back and okay, listen let's... to any of the conversations, and you didn't say that. So this is the first time yes, you're saying Yes, I did. Yes, I did. I quite literally, at one point in the conversation, <laughs> okay. Bob, said that you're going you to so have angry, to deal yeah. with being an autonomous auto- moth. The other thing you're leaving out of this conversation is the last time Moth and I spoke, he got upset because he was basically being gangbanged by people in the audience sending in voice notes saying that you know what's understood, what I'm saying, you know what's going on, and he stormed off. Went into his own room yeah, and left. then started having a conversation, hour-long conversation about what we were discussing, and apparently he was heated. So okay, I, okay, okay. So if you guys want to catch up on that drama, you're going to have to go to stereo and check out the conversations no for drama. yourself. Jenna, there, why, why can't we get your girlfriends to come on the show? What are they afraid so, of? 
So basically, they're afraid of... Like, I'm not going to kiss their ass, but I'm a nice guy, right? Like, I'm not going to lie to them. Richard, you know what? Uh, To be quite honest, I was expecting the same kind of conversation that I had with you. Um, I was expecting that when I went over to Stereo to have the conversation with Moff. And at one point in the conversation, I asked him, I said... I said, what is the point of this conversation? Because, like, you know, and I said it multiple times, the alpha males that I grew up with, they don't do a lot of negotiating or discussing or debating with women. So I'm trying to figure out if we're having this conversation, is this about a a solution? What solution are we going to be having? And he said at one point, oh, this is just for entertainment value. So we're going to bicker for entertainment value? Is that what we're doing? I wouldn't call it bickering. I would call it a discussion and a debate. Well, what, what what part of the solution confuses you, though, Jenna? Because, I mean, like I've talked about the same concepts over and over again. People ask, you know, different questions, but they're all very similar to stuff that I've dealt with before, right? Like there's mm-hmm. probably only 10 or 15 real questions that keeps pop- popping up. So I've already kind of dealt with the solutions for my audience as it mm-hmm. as it stands. So what part of that is confusing, though, to you and the girls? There's not. Okay, so here's the other thing. It's about delivery. There's Mm. nothing that you say, Rich, that I don't really understand or disagree with. At one point, I flat out said, ladies, we're too fat. Like a culture where the women are size 16 is unacceptable. It's unattractive. And you're not going to force men to, to find this attractive. And, and, you, and you also know that it's unattractive because half of you, if not all of you, are having sex with the lights off. So stop it. But when we have this conversation, I haven't I haven't had sex with the lights off my entire life. The lights are always on. You see what I mean? When I go to work, the lights are on. Right. But you see what happens when you take care of yourself. You tend to have a little more pride in yourself. And also you tend to have firmer boundaries. So. Right. So when you're talking to the ladies and you say, ladies, you need to lose the weight. Like, what do you mean? Like you're talking to the people like the women watching my show. Are you talking about your girlfriends? Like, what are we talking about here? Yes. Um, so another thing. So about my girlfriends, like it's a mixed bag. Right. Mm-hmm. And also, as you like, I don't I wouldn't say that I have a massive group of friends. I have a lot of acquaintances and then I have a few friends within my friend group. I have a couple of women who are just drop dead gorgeous mm-hmm. and like like literally just look like they should be on a runway. somewhere. well, by but your that's... subjective standards. Yeah, I no, no, no. I'm, I'm like, guys, if we're all using the standard that, you know, a non-pregnant Adriana Lima is hot, a Megan Fox is hot. That is the standard. I'm using Sports Illustrated as the standard, not this new okay. fat girl, whatever. Got it. Um, but but I also have some girls in the group who are gelatinous. And I have tried to speak to them. <laughs> I've tried, and I have these conversations. Which which ones are complaining about dating the shitty men? The gelatinous ones or the Megan Fox ones? Here's the funny thing: the gelatinous ones are actually having an easier time with men because most guys will stick their their whatever in anything. So the hotter ones aren't even getting approached. So you, so you'll see. So the, so the hot ones are saying that they're dealing with loser guys. Yes. So even when they kind of lower their standard, for example, like one of them, one of them, she makes over six figures. So and, and here's the other thing when people say this, right? OK, um, to be to, natural beauty is a wonderful thing. And one of the things that I, I have said to the guys, I even said it in the conversation with Moth. If you want a, a lower cost of living and you want women who are naturally beautiful, um, yeah. usually you Can find. Can I just pause you there for a sec? I just sure. want to go back to something that you said, because you opened with she makes six figures and then you mm-hmm. went on to beauty. But mm-hmm. but what part of six figures is going to appeal to men? 
Right. It has nothing. To, it doesn't appeal to you guys at all. What I was the point I was trying to make about mm. beauty is that um, women who tend to make a lot of money tend to spend money on beauty in a different way than women who don't really have a lot of money. Right. Mm. So we tend to gauge it by, listen, I go and I get my nails manicured every two weeks. I get facials every two weeks, plus gym membership, laser hair removal, waxing. All of, we that's how we pile up our value when it comes to dating. We go, what is it costing me to be beautiful? And what is it costing me to put effort into myself? And why wouldn't I want a person who does the same thing? Mm-hmm. That's the, that's what I mean. So, How old are these uh, Megan Fox Sports Illustrated girls? Um, they're all on the younger side. So they're all 20. One is, ooh, I don't remember her age. I think she's like 25, 26. Another one is 31. Mm-hmm. Um, the other one Pretty I don't younger. remember. Uh I'm I'm thinking there's something missing here, Jenna. Mm -hmm. There's something missing because if you're describing a a 25-year-old hot girl, Mm -hmm. what's the problem? There's lots of, like, is this chick in Toronto? Uh, Yes. Yeah, there's lots of, like, tall, fit, rich, funny, competent, captivating men in Toronto. Yeah, but the same thing with being a hot woman, it's the same thing as being a hot man. It's It's almost a dime a dozen now. There's so many Hollywood, like to be a beautiful woman almost doesn't mean anything anymore because are they, so- are they reasonable women though? Like, are they fun to be around or are they like yappy, annoying ones? With the exception of one of them, because I don't, I don't hang out with well, her that much because she's a buzzkill. The rest of them are actually kind of fun. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Well, I would love to have that conversation. I mean, You know what blows me away? Mm -hmm. I've been doing this show for, I don't know, like 45 episodes on this one, plus the 104 episodes on the Before the Train Wreck. I rarely get women that call in. I get women that watch the show, but I rarely get women that call in. And then then you get other uh, series shows like uh, like Kevin Samuels almost exclusively only talk to women. (laughs) That was a rule. Yeah. Only women call in. Oh, well, well, if I made that a rule the show would only be like 40 minutes long because I'd get no call-ins because women don't want to talk to me. <laughs> yeah, well, I actually, um, part of the last conversation that I had with Moff, so basically what happened is, um, and again, if you listen to the conversations, even though I disagreed with things that he was saying, I never once personally attacked him. Mm-hmm. I never once kind of kind of went for the jugular and, and implied that he was worthless or, or he didn't have the credentials to be speaking. Mm-hmm. Um, and Moff, you did do that. You did do that. Yeah. You flat out said to me, did you even graduate from college? Not what I said. Then, you can go back yes, and listen to the recording if you want, Jenna. I asked you if you had a college you, degree. Oh, okay. So, and then semantics. That's his other thing. And then yeah, the but there you go. If you, said, make, if you make stuff up, at least get it right. Okay. So, do you see the kind of hostility? Here's the thing. No, I'm gonna, here's the thing. Look, we had two conversations before that. You were on for me and Jaren for two and a half hours on Monday after the show. Then we did another conversation the night after. And then you called me on Wednesday twice to try to get me to talk to you on stereo again. And I was busy. And then I gave you a third try where it was just about, so like don't position this as if we had one conversation and I jumped down. I your never throat. said that. This was I, think hours that long. I think that one of the problems that you're going to struggle with Jenna is that the angle that you generally come at talking about uh, the sexes and relationships and the advice that you want to give men comes from your experience working on the phone um, what do you do on the phone again? You're a, you're like a sex call in line or something like that. Yeah. And phone sex of, line. Yeah. Most so of like that. all of these nerds are like calling you up cause they want like the attention of a woman. You've got the sultry voice 
knocked out of the park, which is perfect for what you're doing. And then you listen to these guys like unload their shit on you. Mm-hmm. Probably, right? You know, talking about their shit lives or the wives that won't bang them and their or the girlfriend they can never get over. Am I right? Um, yes, I do listen to that, of course, but yeah. that's not the that's not the only place that I'm hearing it. And then also, I would really encourage everyone to listen to the conversation. I believe wholeheartedly that one of the big issues that I have with both genders is just a lack of decorum. I can disagree with a man and not rip his head off and tell him that he's worthless and a piece of shit or a worthless human being. I didn't feel that kind of that kind of respect when I was talking to Moth. When I was talking yeah, to I didn't say any red- of those words or anything of the sort. See, here's what you guys, do. Guys, I need you guys to listen to the actual conversation where Moth right. actually Did I say you're worthless? Did I say you're a piece of shit? I didn't say that you're I didn't say that you said that. I said that you said that you were implying that um that basically I'm uneducated and then you also said I said, well, I think at one point in conversation, we were saying something and I said, Moth, I wouldn't date you. And you go, yeah, you're too old for me anyway. Like, what is this? Like, what are these little childish dicks? What do you want from me? I'm, what do you I, mean? What do I want from you? All right. Okay. All right. All right. All right. You're all right, the one right. that's supposed to be an alpha male, Moth. How is it that I Anna, why are you getting so emotional right now? Relax. All right. You're now we're, now we're going off. for the ad hom attacks. Let's Jenna, cool your jets. You know, Moth, thank you for thank you for filling in. Why, why you gotta go and do this shit to me, man? Dude, I saw her in like the green room, so I'm like, all right, I'll bring her in because you know, well, you know, she was listening. I figured, you know, what the hell? No, all right. Anyway, I think she likes you, dude. Honestly, no. I think you guys make a cute couple. Dude, <laughs> never in a million years. I'll dig up the picture that she sent and I'll send it over to you if you want. Right. You know, then th- th- we'll make the connection. You do that, we'll Jenna. See. I have no. I will say this publicly <laughs> on this forum. I have no beef with Jenna. I don't think she and I are going to ever see eye to eye on things. Yeah, you won't. Yeah. Uh, if again, we're coming from two different separate places. She wants to throw ad hominems out and attack my character and all that, and that's fine. She totally can. Um, that's okay. All right, no problem. No problem. Um, I'm going to get to some of these call-ins, and well, let me catch up with the super chats. Thanks, Moff. Later. All right, and yeah, he'll be on stereo afterwards. Uh, just look up Moff on stereo, and you know he does the after show with Jaron. Uh, let's see what we got here. Uh, thank you, Rich, for everything you're doing. Anytime, bro. Anytime. Um, where is the other one? Did I lose it? No. I sense tension. Moff and Jen should go out. Woo! Moff and Jen sitting in a tree. K-I-S-S-I-N-G. You want me to keep going? I'll stop. Just messing with you. All right. Uh, if you guys want to call in, the link's there. Uh, let me grab Raul. Rahul? Am I doing that right? Oh, All right. What can I do for you, my man? I recently read the book uh, you recommended, Sex at Dawn. Mm-hmm. But it contradicts most of your thoughts. I need a clarification about that. What? About okay. uh, notch counts, uh, jealousy, mm-hmm. those things. I need a clarification about that. All right. Ask away, man. You read the book. I'm here for you. I need a clarification about that uh, notch count. Uh, you said in one, uh, one of your video, uh, promiscuity uh, uh, ruins women, those things. But the book uh, contradicts to those things. That's why I call you. How does it contradict? Explain. Because I mean, uh, you if, say- if you're if you're selecting for mother stock, you don't want a promiscuous woman. Um, but at the yeah. same time, men and women are promiscuous. So if you want to date or spin plates, then there's a different way to handle that. Okay. 
and a woman gets jealous for different reasons men get jealous for different reasons okay you say like but the book contradicts to those things how does it contradict it that's the jealousy is not a thing uh, it's not a, it's not there in prehistoric time men so, and women back so you're taking everything that chris ryan wrote literally and then oh. you're taking everything that I've written literally and you're going to find that there's going to be overlap there's going to be agreements and there's going to be disagreements yeah, yeah I don't yeah, agree yeah, with exactly. everything in somebody else's book if I recommend oh. it oh. I'm not telling you to go out and let dudes start banging your wife like Chris Ryan does I don't even know if he's still ma married to that chick um, okay. but he wrote that book with his wife at the time oh. right so I, at what point do I tell you to go out and let other dudes bang your wife? In fact, I explicitly state in my book that those types of relationships are stupid. Yeah. Right? Yeah, I need a clarification about that because that mostly contradicts to most of your thoughts. That's why I, I need a clarification. Yeah, if you take everything and then compare them side by side, you'll, you'll find contradictions. But remember, when I say read a book, I'm saying read it for clarity and for contrast. I'm not saying because I agree with everything that's in it. All right. Thanks, yeah. man. All right. Let's go to we got a superhero. Jenna's got the hots from off. Well, I guess you guys will have to find out when they run the uh, after show on stereo. Maybe they'll have another hot and steamy moment together. Um, the link to join in and call in, guys, if you have a question you want to ask, it's dropped in the YouTube chat. And I believe I pinned it up to the top. Yeah. So here's my take on the whole like women's perspective on men's problems and what should be done to solve them. Um, men like solving problems, of course. Um, men are very different from women in that regard anyway. But w one of the problems that you will see, and it's happening already, is that you're going to see more women move into men's spaces that weren't previously there. And these men should not allow a man's space to be invaded in that way. So now you're seeing women telling guys what women want in relationships and dating and marriages and how to get what you want in a marriage sort of stuff. And I'll be honest, you know, like, I think when somebody mentions what channel would you recommend to women the most, I'd probably say Suzanne Venker, I think is her name. Um, but then you, but then you see these women offering advice to men, you know, a la Jenna, a la, you know, the ones that you're seeing show up in the Mana Swamp now. They have, I don't know why, but they have, again, I don't know why they're they're permitted but um they have a total disconnect with the reality that men need to deal with so it's really just lips and tits you know it just boils down to getting eyeballs on the show i mean if i had if i had two girls in my background here uh in like uh swedish bikini models sort of like from the hawaiian tropic era you guys would be tuning in to every single one of my show i'd have seven thousand live views and you'd be super chatting the shit out of me right because that's the sort of gravitas that you get with that. And women have been used to that their entire life. It's all about me, you know, look at me, you know, post something, make sure I get enough likes. If I don't get enough likes, I got to delete it sort of thing. So it's, it's just like, you know, you're going to deal with it. And 
for the most part, most guys will will, will just go go on about it. You know, they'll just be all about it. Oh, like if you go to the comments, I bet if you went to go look at comments right now, you'd see like dudes literally simping for these thoughts, you know, these 304s in the comments, validating them and giving them the attention they want, but, they, but they're not actually providing use, right? Um, what's going on here? Moff saying, there's no spaces for women, the manosphere, also the manosphere. Here's a bunch of women. <laughs> Manoswamp. Women are infiltrating men's spaces, also Manosphere. Here's a bunch of women running our channels. Yeah. Honestly, guys, <clears throat> find somebody that has what you want, that has done what you want to do. The real deal, because there's a lot of people that purport to and you know hold out an image that isn't aligned with their reality. It's very disconnected, in fact. <clears throat> But yeah, find those guys. And if you like them and you know them and you trust them, then take the advice that they give you. But um, be very, very careful with who you accept advice from. Um, what do they say about that? Advice is like a form of nostalgia. It's like picking something out of the garbage, wiping off the nasty parts, and then repurposing it and selling it for more than it's worth sort of thing. Um, so just be patient with it, basically, is you know what it's, what it's all about. Again, guys, if you want to hop in and ask a question, the link is pinned up at the top. It's just that StreamYard link. Make sure you got a good connection. Calls, call-ins are welcome to everyone. Young, old, man, woman, bring it. Um, it's like, you know, especially these folks that are all in the comments like, you should be saying this. I have a better solution than you. Blah, 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 blah. Well, Hi, just press the link and come on in and let's find out what it is, right? Let's do it. Uh, we got Marco here. Let's see what he's got for us. What's up, buddy? Hey, Rich. Um, I honestly just kind of hopped on right now, so I was a little bit unprepared. But um, I sent you a, a chat um, earlier um, regarding one of my ex-girlfriends mm -hmm. um, who had the, the jealousy issues. I was like, okay, um, I wish I... I read your um oh the red flag like, chapter yeah okay. the red flags chapter yeah that was you so, so i kind of wanted you to go in go in depth a little bit more about red flag um, about that particular red flag with jealousy um why why some women are so jealous in particular um yeah that's a good question i've thought about that a lot because i find that men are generally more jealous than women but for very different reasons like men are jealous like we care if another dude goes anywhere near our girl's vagina that's mm -hmm. that's our biggest concern if she's mm -hmm. getting the groceries or picking up your dry cleaning and she gets cold approached by some guy that's memorized some lines that like spits them up and tries to get her number and she just keeps moving along you don't care but with women they're more interested in your protection right because if they didn't have it it would it would have spelt certain death for them you know 500,000 years ago mm -hmm. right they needed the, they needed the provisioning the protection the resources the competency skills of men so they've been conditioned over the years really just not to care that much if you bang another chick but the the first thing she's going to want to know is did you love her mm -hmm. did you take her on dates where did you take her did you take her to the place that we go to sort mm -hmm. of thing right Whereas, you know, if it was a guy, he, you know, he'd be like, well, you banged. How many times did you bang? Did you come when you bang? Did you do this? You know, like mm -hmm. 
it's a very, very different conversation. So when it comes to jealousy for women, she's, she's concerned about what's going on with your attention, your money, your resources, and if another chick is, is going to mm-hmm. steal them from her or, or take that or a portion of that away from her or her kids, right? Because again, like the whole point we're here is to have babies, right? Men scatter right. seed, you know, women select the best guy, men compete, women choose, you know, blah, blah, blah. So if she would have had a couple of your kids, she needed to make sure that right. you're not giving your attention and resources to Becky, right? right? So that's why they get upset. And, and you know, the jealousy is, is just based around her not feeling that conf- confident about herself. I think there's a lot of societal, you know, conditioning too, because women routinely look the other way when guys cheat. Routinely. Yeah. You know, if they're a high value guy, again, there's... It was, it was, it was so strange in my situation though, because I... Explain I, it, was, yeah. There, there was a moment where um, I kind of expressed to her, um, you know, I desire to kind of have an open relationship. That's just something that um, that came up, and yeah. I felt like I. She said that, or I, you said that? I, I said that particularly. Okay. She All right. So you brought it on the table about, about how I felt. So, so I I told her, uh, and she was actually surprisingly open to it, which which is very um, uncharacteristic of her because with other things with other women, she would be like, "Oh, you're." Uh, getting close to this girl, um, mm-hmm. which, you know, getting close would just mean that I was becoming friends with another girl. So that was, that was a bit of a disconnect in that situation. Mm-hmm. And like, did you ever get to exercise that interest in yours? Mm, or did you guys break really. up before that? She was, she was open to it in the moment, I think just to placate me. Yeah. But, um, in reality, deep down, um, she was just trying to make me feel bad that I even expressed that desire to her. Um, okay, so it was a shit test then. She was basically like, oh yeah, tell me more. Oh, and then mm-hmm. how would it work? And then she basically took it all and tried to flip it around and be like, see, this is why you're such an asshole. You're gonna have three three kinds of women. You're gonna have women that'll be okay with it. You're gonna have women that are persuadab- persuadable, and you're gonna have women that are vehemently opposed to it. I'd say most women are probably opposed to it, right? Yeah. Okay, those are all the questions I had. Thank you very much. All right, man. Thanks. All right. Bye. Yeah, those are um, the, like honestly with the red flag chapter. And again, if you haven't got it, it's down below. If you're listening to the podcast, entrepreneursandcars.com forward slash red dash flags, get it. That's probably one of the ones that I would be least concerned with. Like I would be more concerned with a violent chick or a chick that's got serious daddy issues or who's like a rabid toxic feminist than a chick that's got jealousy issues. I mean, you can kind of work with the jealousy issues if you've got some skill and you have some game, but you can't really work with like some chick throwing knives at you, like you're darting knives and stuff, like you're fucking Neo from the Matrix and bullets are flying over you and shit. None of that stuff. <clears throat> um, all right, let's see what Chris has got for us over here. Chris. So I, how are you? Good, man. Um, I actually was not expecting to be on here, but um, I guess you click the link to hop in. Yeah, true. I just thought it was like a like a podcast on here, so I could just view it from here. All right. But I guess I could. Um, how do you not get stuck into a slippery slope slope with um, like having a, an abundance of women? Like, so, so I your problem pretty, is is you have too much poon. Yeah, like, and I I almost get like distracted. 
<laughs> so it's, like, it's I funny. Think... I had I had Jason Momoa's younger brother call in a few weeks ago, and now I got Chad Thundercock's younger brother Chris calling in, going, "I've I've got too much poon, and I don't know what to do." With <laughs> All right. So okay. So what's the problem? I've got a magic wand. I can wave it to solve your problem. What does that look like? Um, just focusing more on like myself and like how to because I want to be successful in life and I want to figure out what I'm good at and figure out what I really love but it seems like I almost don't even make time for myself if that's how old are you makes sense. I'm 22 and how many girls you got in rotation like six right now and you're banging them all yeah yeah dude if you're spending six plates and you're intimate with all of them on a regular basis you're, you're never going to get anything done. You're just mm -hmm. scattering seed. You're just like, that's all you're doing, mm -hmm. right? I mean, you're going to have to get rid of some of them if you want to allocate some, like there's 24 hours in a day, right? You generally sleep eight of them. You probably eat like an hour, hour and a half of them. You know, mm -hmm. you've got your miscellaneous, like, you know, but if you're spending your days with six different chicks, you've created your own problem. And then you're like, why do I have this problem? I don't understand. Literally. Actually, let me ask you this. If uh, you were 22 right now, um, what would you be kind of like doing? Like, what would you be doing right now? Oh, dude, if I could go back and talk to my 22-year-old self, he wouldn't listen probably. But True. if he would listen or, or at least, you know, give me his ear for a few minutes, I would, I would tell him, look, you know, uh, time flies really fast. Like before you know it, like I think back to when I was 22, hanging out with my boys at, you know, 2.30 in the morning, racing on the sport bikes, you know, just till all, all hours of the nights, you know, ditching cops, just, just being like, you know, young men. Mm -hmm. And while that was fun and that feels like that it happened just, just yesterday, I would have been better off using more of that time uh, making something out of myself, developing more competency skills, figuring out how to make bank sooner. Right. Like, so actually, so I'm in school and I'm working like a nine to five right now, mm -hmm. but I also feel like I'm not doing enough. If that makes sense. What's, what's nine to five. What are you doing? I work on cars at the moment. What do you do? So, um, at like, so I, when it's the school, <clears throat> school year, mm -hmm. I usually have classes in the morning and then, uh, I go to work at like three and then I work till like nine. Okay. I'm just working on cars. So you're a car it, mechanic or like, what do they have you doing? I'm a technician. So I, I'm, a, I'm not certified to do anything, but I essentially know how to do everything. Yeah. So they have you do all the bitch jobs. I remember doing that in high school. That's when we had drum brakes with asbestos on the pads. I'm kind of past that point. I don't you really take do that like shit a... off and a cloud of asbestos would go up your face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I'm kind of past the, the, the bitch point, but like, I'm not doing yeah. like tires or like oil changes or anything like that. But um, yeah, like for whatever reason, I feel like I'm not, doing enough like yeah well you, well you weren't because wayne smith here at 22 was shooting f-14 tomcats loaded with thousand pound bombs off an aircraft carrier mm -hmm. right so can you be doing more fuck yeah dude of course you could mm -hmm. um pick but something it's like, where, do, where do i what do i do like well what do you want to do when you're a, a grown-ass man do you want to run a custom car shop do you do you even like working on cars no nah, not really it's just good mo it's good money right now Okay, well, here's the difference between you and me. So I figured that out when I was about 15. I remember mm -hmm. I, used to, I used to have to walk and then take the bus. It took me like an hour each way to get to the shop that agreed to do like, um, I think it was called co-op at the time where you'd get like three hours placement and he would get like the free labor. 
So I would do the oil changes. I would clean the shop. I would, you know, do the drum brake cleanups, the spark plug changes and shit like that. And it's like, I figured out at like 50 and I'm like, fuck this. I'm not doing this for my rest of my life. I like cars. Mm-hmm. I love cars. I, I still love cars. I mean, fuck the cover photo is my R8. I've got a McLaren. I'm looking at motorcycles again. Like I'm doing stupid things with like, you know, high powered vehicles. So, but I don't need to suck in all the toxic chemicals and, you know, expose myself to get electrocuted on a battery because I lean on it the wrong way or fucking, right. you know, suck in a nasty shit when I could just make money and enjoy, you know, the byproduct, which is, you know, the actual drive. Mm-hmm. Right. So, I mean, like you have to get serious about figuring out what it is that you want to do with your life. And if you're 22 Oop. and all you're doing is banging chicks, you're probably at some point going to knock one or two of them up. And you're going to end up being, you know, in a situation that could be very problematic for you. So it's like, you know, make sure you don't get a disease. Make sure you don't knock anybody up and get yourself, you know, sorted on a proper path that's aligned with what you want to do when you grow up. Right. Mm -hmm. Do you want to run a business? Do you want to get a degree and become a doctor, a lawyer, a surgeon, something like that? Because, I mean, if you want to make money, which I'm assuming you do. Yeah, absolutely. It's it's either professional designation lawyer doctor accountant surgeon whatever you know where you can make a few hundred thousand dollars a year i mean you're still going to be somebody's bitch high ticket sales um, what about social media what about it like what if i you want to be a social media influencer yeah what if i did something like that i know it sounds crazy but like if because i don't want to work for anyone man i don't i don't want to be anybody's bitch and okay i mean you look at these influencers and they're making like a ton of money Okay. Um, you know that I just released a course on entrepreneurship, right? It's called the School of Entrepreneurship. I did not know. So the course is closed right now. Um, it's going to reopen again in August. It's about. It's, it's probably going to be more than a thousand bucks to get in because I'm adding a lot more content because I'm adding webinars now with guys that are explaining their business, how they got mm-hmm. into it, why it's an easy, lucrative, and fun business versus hard, annoying, lame, and frustrating. And then all the details around that ecosystem. So anyway, pin below in the top comment, get on the list so that you'll be notified when that comes out. Because if you want to run your own business, like if you want to be a social media influencer, you need to get good at creating content. Like Mm -hmm. you're a good looking guy. You're going to photograph very well. They're not going to have a hard time finding good photographs of you. But do you live a a, a captivating life? And it's and it's kind of a like it's. It's a weird thing because I have to use social media, mm-hmm. but I see other people using it to like excessive extents mm-hmm. where it's like three, four times posting a day. And it's like, look at all my shit all over. Like, I get it. I get it. But you have to have money to have that shit. So most people exactly. that you see as social media influencers with the cars and the girls and the jets and the bikinis, like the Dan Bilzerians of the world and shit like that. You're going to have to have done something significant for you're going to have that audience follow you. Like mm-hmm. the only reason why people follow guys like Gianluca Vacci, you know, for example, like, you know, that guy's like a 52 year old dude. He's got like a 21 year old girlfriend. He just had a baby with her. He um, dances. He's a DJ. He's the Italian guy. He's the fucking entrepreneur. He looks jacked. He's covered in tattoos. That guy. I'm not familiar with him, but I'm he made all of his money before he amassed whatever. Like he's got an Amazon show now. Right. Mm-hmm. He's got something like five million followers. I don't know what the count is, but it's in the millions now. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, if you want to be that guy, then there's years of work that lead up to that. That mean that you've got to make some money to have some impact and be influential. Like even the athletes and 
the movie stars like The Rock or, you know, if you have like a favorite athlete, you know, that you follow, there was years, like decades of work that led up to them, you know, getting a Instagram following or a social media following into the millions. Mm -hmm. Is it valuable? Of course it's valuable because whenever you say, hey guys, check out my new pancake syrup, you know, maybe The Rock will offer like a pancake syrup for his, for his big ass stack of pancake day, right? Right. People will buy that shit up like it's going out of style. Right. So, mm -hmm. of course, it's valuable. Like people pay social media influencers money to place their products. It's mostly the Instagram ass models where they're all like holding a bag of tea. And it's yeah, like, true. But, you know, <laughs> but now you have like the uh, like the male TikTokers where, you know, they'll like make videos of themselves dancing and like they'll get like millions of views and they actually make. Look, like, if a you want to be a dancing monkey for the entertainment <laughs> out there, you can do that. <laughs> I'm not going to judge you. I'm just not going to watch your shit. There's some funny guys on No, I don't blame TikTok. you. I just want to make money, man. Uh, well, making money is one thing, but making money in a way that you enjoy making money is a totally different level. True. Right? Yeah. Anyway, I've given you loads of time. So I appreciate homework, it. So your homework is, guys, get on the uh, list below for when the uh, School of Entrepreneurship course launches again. You're going to want to get in. I, ju I just wanted to let you know, I did buy your book and I read it. It's really great and helped me. Thank uh, you. And please, if you've read it, leave a quick review on Amazon. Just let guys I know have. what value you got. Thanks, man. Appreciate Good. it. All, All right, right, brother. Thanks. Awesome. Awesome. All right, let's see what else we got here. We got Rod in the house. Let's get Rod in. Yeah, if I could talk to my 21-year-old self, I'd definitely say buy Bitcoin in 2009. <laughs> get a shitload of it. Hey, man. What's going on, Rich? What's good? Nice to meet you. Is this too close? No, you're good. You're good. What do you got for me? All right. Today? All right. My question for you is, well, I'm just thinking about fathers in general. So this kind of has a two-part question to it. Yeah. Do you think, because I think you're a father, mm -hmm. if I will watch you long enough, do you think you have it easier than your dad did? Mm, that's interesting. Easier how? Aspects of provision, safety for your family. Uh, look, I'll tell you what the problem is today is fucking screens. Okay. Because kids are introduced to tablet screens, phone screens, very young now. Like it's not that uncommon to go to a restaurant and see a family march in and they sit the three-year-old in a booster chair and they plop an iPad in front of them with headphones. And then that babysits the kids while the parents have dinner and smash back wine. Right. It's pretty common. And as kids get older, like seven, eight, nine, ten, and they start having a cell phone because kids get given them way too early. If you want to learn more on the subject of parenting, Dr. Leonard Sachs wrote great books on it. And one of the key takeaways is that women use social media and screens to get validation and attention because we know attention is the coin of the realm in girl world. Right. We've all heard that said a million times. So what happens if you post a picture and you only get 10 likes, but Becky posts a picture and she gets 307 likes. How does Becky do it? She shows a little more skin, right? And then all of a sudden girls are now starting to be encouraged and sexualized, hypersexualized at a very young age where they're encouraged to behave like they see their favorite, you know, icons out there getting all the attention. And if they do the same, they'll get the same and they figure it out very, very quickly. Boys on the other hand, use screens mostly for playing video games one and two giving away attention so the attention economy only exists because 
simps, losers, and nerds that don't have any game, that can't get girls to go out with them, slide into DMs, like the shit out of everything, you're beautiful today, girl, heart, emoji, faces, all sort of stuff. Give away money to OnlyFans thoughts. Like, there's no girls giving money to OnlyFans dudes. It doesn't exist. Right. Right? So, you know, it's a big... So, is it harder today? I would say, yeah, definitely way harder today, you know, as a parent. Because... And it's not just that. The state has a lot more involvement in your kids' lives today. Right? Like, the curriculum that they teach the kids at school is way different than what it was when I was a kid. There was no, you know, like, what are your pronouns or why would you assume somebody's gender shit, you know, coming out of the woodwork. And there's some fucking awful teachers out there today. Like, they're like they're getting exposed left, right, and center on uh, Twitter uh, by the libs of TikTok account. Um, and they're losing their jobs, rightfully, because they're, cause they're doing things that are outlandish to children that aren't theirs. It's like, teach, teach fucking math, right? So you got a lot of stuff that, you know, you're going to have to contend with if you decide to be a father in today's world, that's for sure. Yeah, and I was just watching um, Prime Minister Trudeau announce a ban on the transfer purchase sale of handguns yeah. in Canada. So that's totally just the state again intervening in commands. There was a time, there was a time, and I don't know if it existed in Canada, but there was a time where they taught marksmanship in school. To children, sounds awesome. Yeah, Yeah. even if it's with a bow and arrow or a crossbow or something like that, but they totally discourage any of that now because they want you on their plan of being a little beta bitch, eating their bugs and soy. They don't want you to know how to hunt to get your own food. They don't want you to have competent skills with firearms because they want to control you in a, you know, like a population they can control. It's a lot easier when they don't have firearms, right? Right. Totally. So, yeah, that's just one of the things, like, as a father going forward, you know, me, I eventually want to have kids. Everything's, you know, everything I know now is going to be taken away than totally what is, what's left, what is going to be left. There's, there's not a great argument to have kids anymore today, unfortunately, and I'd, and I'd be happy to, you know, chop this up in a more, much more longer format if anybody, uh, out there wants a further opinion, but there's a lot of TradCon um, guys out there shilling, uh, and I don't even want to, you know, like use the word shilling, but like selling family, you know, having kids is awesome and great, and and I think it, I think it can be still, but I think that it's a lot harder today than what it was 20, 30, 40, 50, 100 years ago, definitely for sure. You have to contend with a lot more stuff, so. You better be ready for it, and I'll and I'll be honest with you. Like one of the most important, you know, skills to have is not just having money, but having competency around being able to make it rain and have bank and being a leader and being a fucking man and you know, like all the stuff that comes with that that's missing from today. Because um, women crave it. Like women want a dude that's like got it together. They just want a guy that gets it. You know, they you know they want a guy that just you know you know it's my old saying. You know, w- women wait at the finish line and they pick the winners. Hundred percent agree. They don't want to hang out at the start line. They don't want to do the training. They don't want to like coach you and feed you and all that stuff. They just want to wait at the finish line. It's like, oh, he want, I'll pick him. Right? They don't care about your. You struggles. might have one follow you along the track, right? And then some do. We'll see someone else just finish and they'll go straight to them. Yeah, happens happens that way as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, Rod. Thanks, buddy. I'm gonna take one more here. Uh, we got Archer here. 
Archer. That's a magnificent beard, Archer. I appreciate it, man. Thank you, too. Um, I don't want to be a buzzkill, man. I, I, I really don't. But uh, All right, what do you got? I just, like the guy Chris, no, no disrespect to him, but like, you listen to the World Economic Forum, and I've seen your videos with George Gannon, and it is quite literally the end of the fucking world. And <laughs> guys are fucking running around. It's like, oh, she won't call me back. She won't this. She won't that. And I feel like I'm the only one who sees it coming. I feel like I'm the only one that's aware that there are billionaires congregating, saying we have to treat each society on Earth as if we are stakeholders. Okay, so let me ask this question, because you and I are at the same place, right? Like, we see the code in the Matrix. You know, you see what's coming. But I'm not doom and gloom. So why are you so doom and gloom about it? You are far more prepared than that. So it's the preparation part of it that leads to the confidence. Yeah, and I'm 26. I mean, 10 years okay. ago, I was okay. 16 years old. 10 years ago, you were running a business, you know? Okay, so what's the plan for you then to get to that spot so that you're not doom and gloom? I have an incredible business idea that I wouldn't even say out loud on the internet. Okay. Um, I'm just going to do my best to get somewhere approximating, you know, an Andrew Tate level or a year level or just somewhere where I can fly or escape. And it's just like, I, I want these guys to, just to be aware of what's happening. Like they're, they've got both hands on the rug mm -hmm. and they're going to yank it. They're mm -hmm. going to yank it at any given point. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's no question about that. I'm not, I'm not arguing that, but it's like, you know, let's, let's get you closer to the point where ZFG is given, right? Where you're like, you know what? Let Bill Gates and Klaus Schwab and all these dipshits do what they're going to do because I can't control it anyway. So you just surrender to it. But now you've got a perimeter drawn around yourself and you got a good tribe. you got men that you can hold accountable and that are going to hold you accountable. And all those things come with that ecosystem, but you have to get yourself to that point. So now that you've seen the problem and you've seen it younger than I have, because I don't because I didn't see this when I was 26. I didn't. I was busy on motorcycles and with girls. That was it. Yeah. So you've got an advantage now, right? So now it's like put in the time, do the work, get there. And don't be so doom and gloom about it, man. Like the thing that you got to understand about mankind, <laughs> it's going to piss off. So you use the word mankind. You know that Justin Trudeau likes to use people kind? Anyway, but mankind has a way of, of, of making shit happen, dude. You go back in history and you take a look at a lot of the like monuments that have been created that have been covered up and uncovered and all the and, and all the like data that's come out of that. Um, we're going to find a way out of it. And if we don't, whatever, you know, you live your best life, right? Like, you know, you, you do what you can, you know, you control what you can and you and you just surrender to what you can't control. And then once you can do that, the doom and gloom and the stress and I can't believe other people don't see it. It just starts to lift. Right. And it's like, it was a nice day today. The World Economic Forum's doing what the hell it's going to do. I'm like, fuck it. It's like two o'clock. I'm going to go for a bike ride, go out and get a nice coffee, sit on a patio. The weather's nice, get a little bit of a tan going on. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, it's yeah, I, I do see what you're saying. Um, not to I, I agree with everything you're saying. But like I said, if if, if the shit hits the fan tomorrow, man, you you can do X, Y, Z and and like a, a 19 year old imagine being 19 and seeing that what's going on and yeah. you like you your mom's poor you're most poor, you can see it well let's be honest like most people are still plugged into the matrix right they don't see what's going on they're just sleepwalking through life and they're just trying to get that girl to you know 
give them some attention and touches pee pee, right? Like that's their biggest problem. It's 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 insane because they're like you'll tell somebody about it, no, and then there's a video. We must control the means. Like it's the dude saying it. He's a real life James Bond villain. And, hey, James Bond isn't coming. You're talking about the Noah Yuval Harari uh, talks. Oh God, he's even worse. Klaus yeah. Schwab is just like more Bond esque villain. But yeah, the, the Noel Harari guys like for real like despises the way yeah. humans operate naturally. Here, um, Ernesto's got a good point here. He says, you know, know the direction you got to head, and don't forget to enjoy life a bit. Societies go to hell all the time. Just make sure you stand far enough back from the flames. That's Where it, man. Where would you go? Where would you go if if it all goes to hell? Canada, America, England, Europe. If it if all if all of it goes to hell, where would you go? Define hell. Vaccine passports, gun gun laws, insane. Uh, okay, well, uh, where do you live? You live in the states? Yeah, Texas actually. Yeah, okay. So I mean, if the gun laws change for you, like you're going to be pissed. Like we're just used to not having any gun free gun freedoms here like you can't use a firearm to protect your house if somebody broke into the house right now i'd be fucked but it's why i have knives and axes and shit like lying around everywhere because you can just pick up a weapon but you can't use a firearm you can't use a firearm here to defend yourself so we're in t like two totally different places right so if what what exists as law here happened to you you guys would lose your shit you guys would call that going to hell we would just call that tuesday afternoon but we're kind of one family, you know, and England, Canada, America, they can kind of only do the things that they can do to us, to everybody else, because America would step in like with the truck brigade. Mm -hmm. You know, they started if somebody if the Canadian government did X, Y, Z to Canada. I'm almost certain Michigan, Minnesota guys. They did, though. They 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 towed their trucks. They canceled their insurance. They froze their bank accounts. Nobody came for them. People don't give a shit. I think there's a certain line you cross. It's, it's, yeah, maybe to a certain point, like if alien spaceships came in and hovered over major cities and started shooting green shit like Independence Day, that's when everybody comes together, you know, when the shit really hits the fan. But the next pandemic, stay home, take your vaccine, quarantine, wear a mask, wear three masks, wear gloves when you wear a mask, you know. Do you take pride in being Canadian? Because this isn't worth saying if you don't, but I, I really just wanted to say to a Canadian when all that was happening, like genuinely thank you you guys were the heroes of really western civilization at that time you know else had anything that had had any backbone well in what sense though because it didn't it didn't change everything that they wanted to change because what they wanted to change was the vaccine passports and the, and the canadian government the federal government just voted today to remain with the necessity of a vaccine passport to travel so unless you have proof of vaccination, you can't fly out of Canada or into Canada. That's insane. Right. So, you know, like, where would you go? It's, you know, it's the same question. Like, where would you go? What would you do? It's the same thing. Have multiple passports, have, you know, have access to liquid cash, have access to things like gold and silver. Bitcoin's good to have as, as long as there's an Internet. I mean, you can move billions of dollars or worth of wealth anywhere in the world just by remembering a few words. Right. You don't even need your cold storage wallet. I mean, it helps, but you get the point, right? It's like be able to maneuver, right? Like have the multiple passports because when a real shit hits the fan ha event happens, it's either everybody's going to collab together like Independence Day when they're shooting the green shit at you and everybody gets together that way or it's going to be like chaos in a sense where it's like, you know, there's no laws. 
Yeah. You know, and that's when you're going to want a firearm for sure. Well, thank you, man. I'm going to go fucking make some money and prepare. Bye. All right, man. Do it. Thanks. It's good to have uh, perspectives. Good conversations tonight. Some good call-ins, man. Thank you. Appreciate that. Some of those will get clipped out. If you guys are not following the Clips channel, go check it out. Uh, Nick says, Archer, I feel you, bro. I lost 175000 a year business. I had a truck driving interstate all gone to due to vaccine mandates. Yeah. Um, it is what it is, man. Um, so we're at the 90-minute-ish mark. So head over to Stereo and um, check out what Moff and Jaren are up to. They're just going to carry on the conversation. Some call-in elements as well. Just go to the Stereo app and search for Moff, M-O-F-F. Reminder, I've got uh, Dr. Peter McCullough coming on Wednesday at 3.30. The event's created. Um, I shared it on the community tab. If you have a question you want me to ask him, go drop it over there. Make sure you hit the like, comment below for the algorithms, and see you guys in the next video. Have an awesome night. Peace out.